Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to NFL. What's up, y'all? Jonathan Rollins. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. Oh my god. <laughs> I almost came. That that pause was so long. That was hot. We're actually sitting side by side uh in the studio. Together again. <laughs> Together again. We're here, man. La, la. The Sound Lounge. <laughs> Every time That's I hear little... that, I think I'm back in Georgia with that thunderstorm effect. Oh, man, yeah. It's like you hear that sound, and you're like, oh, shit, we got to uh, go home. Uh, uh, time to get out of the pool. The, the cloud, <laughs> the, the, the sky gets that deep gray. Yeah. It's not black. It's like a deep gray, and it looks harmless, but you know it's about to go down. Yeah, exactly. Man. It's definitely time to get out of the community pool. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and get home. The community get on pool, your... shit's real. Yeah. <laughs> I remember get on um, your BMX and get your ass home. <laughs> I remember uh, we would have hurricane parties if there was a storm. Oh yeah, because everybody's all worrying about uh, you know the hurricane's gonna come, and my family would all get together at my grandma's house and uh, just party it up. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved hurricane parties. And then it was like once it got late, it's like all right, y'all, good luck during the storm, and everybody leaves drunk or whatever, drivers drunk home, and then yeah. just go through the storm. That's the, uh, a lot of people don't understand that mentality. It's all, uh, you got to live in the hurricane zones to really get it. Yeah. I think New Orleans is the same way. Yeah, it's just like, uh, they're yeah. like, it's a fact of life. And if we're, go- if we're going out, we're going out with a party. Yeah. Um, and if we survive, then we'll wake up tomorrow and we'll clean this shit up. Clean it up. Yep. And, and file for our insurance. Yeah. We'll keep going. <laughs> my uncle, my uncle, after Hurricane Andrew, his house came out unscathed. Really? And he was like, damn. He wanted to get some insurance money. <laughs> so he, heard he went about, out there with a sledgehammer and started whacking shit. He heard about people uh, <laughs> getting all this insurance. So he went around breaking windows out in the back of his house. He's, he's just like, knock stuff out. He's like, all right. <laughs> just so he could be ready for <laughs> to show evidence. <laughs> and, yeah, then, <laughs> and then he called it in. And right. he called the insurance people. He was like, yeah, man. And they were, they were like, we're so backed up. Uh, we'll just approve it right away. Wow. <laughs> He's like, man, I went over there and broke all that shit for nothing. He could have just... <laughs> he didn't have to show any evidence. He could have just said it. Uh, and he, yeah. My he house is gone. Then he had to use <laughs> some of the money to pay for the shit that he oh, broke. Oh, I know that book. pissed him off. <laughs> <laughs> Me and him did insurance fraud together. I don't know if I told you about that. Uh-huh. No. When uh, so. he was, he used his uh, Eddie Bauer expedition to move stuff. Uh-huh. So it meant, and there's like leather interior and all this stuff, but he didn't care about all that. But he had this top of the line uh, expedition uh, truck mm. SUV for those who don't know, and uh, he had been using it to move in and stuff and all that. So the leather interior was all fucked up, so he mm. couldn't get it at a good price to sell it. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "I'll just pretend it got stolen." 
and then get the insurance money for it. Right. So then me and him, like, I was home on leave, like, from Turkey. And I was like, oh, man, where your truck at? He's like, I'll talk to you about that later. I was like, all right. <laughs> so, so, so then later, I was like, yo, you said you're going, what happened with the truck? And then I saw, I had seen, like, a, a phone, like, a, a police card from some officer. Mm. And I was like, your truck got stolen? He's like, mm. Yeah, man, we um, I can't get it for its value, so I'm pretending I've called it in as stolen, and then we're gonna go blow it up later. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Yo, I want to do this. I'm home on leave. Can I be a part of this? Let's blow up a truck. Let's blow up a truck. He was like, All right. So he called his dude. He's like, Yo, um, my nephew got it, man. You ain't got to come anymore. So he's like, All right. And then the dude had put locked it up somewhere at his at this lady's house. So we went over to the lady's house to get it, but the the dude had locked the keys inside. Oh my god! <laughs> so we broke the back. You gotta window. just break the window. Yeah, we point, broke right? it. I climbed in myself because I was I'm smaller than him. Uh, I climb in the window. I go to you know unlock it or whatever. He drives. I drive his car. He drives. Follows me because he's like I don't want you in a stolen vehicle or whatever. Because mm. uh, he's looking out for me. <laughs> he wants you to blow up a stolen yeah, vehicle. But he just want me doesn't to want get, you yeah. to ride in yeah. it. <laughs> so then we go to the spot that he had already uh, cased out. Yeah. And um. And then he he walks up to my car to the car I'm driving. He's like, "Yo, we got to move, man. Look over there, man." I was like, "Yeah, I saw it, it was a cop uh-huh. like, riding around." Oh shit! So he's like, "We got to find a new place." So we went went to a new place that he hadn't cased out. Uh-huh. Leave the truck, goes in. He lights. He pours a bunch of gasoline in it. Throws in the, the match. Runs out. <laughs> I see him run. This fat dude running to me. I'm just laughing, laughing, having a good time. He gets back. The, it doesn't light. So he goes back. Does it again. This time, make sure that the the, the match is lit. Yeah. And then it's like boom, like you can see the flames because of all of the gas twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So then he's like running full speed. I'm laughing, you know. He's like drive, drive, <laughs> and I'm trying to drive, but he's not in the car yet. He's like stop, nigga, stop, stop. <laughs> I'm like my bad. He's like drive, drive. And wanted wow. to get in, and we drive off. Uh, and then he went to go collect it. The truck was in my grandmother's name. Mm. She goes to go collect it, and the guy's like, "Hey, man, uh, before we." process this i want to show you something <laughs> he says my grandmother down she's like what you got to show me you know she got a little attitude mm. trying to get her money mm. you know for him and then uh he shows a video security footage of the non-cased out area security footage of a young man <laughs> laughing <laughs> falling over laughing in the vehicle and a slightly older fat guy oh, running. Like she, she said, my face was so clear on the video. Like wow. they zoomed it. We parked right under a camera, uh, and then uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> the guy was, and she said, she's like, I'm, she was glad it was a brother that was there at mm. the insurance place because he just showed her the video before sending it to the police or anything. He's just like, we do have this. Um, we think someone was joyriding in this vehicle. Mm. I want you to watch the video. And let me know if we should proceed mm. with this claim or should we just close it? Mm-hmm. So she watched the video and she was like, man, close it, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's pretty cool that he... <laughs> yeah, that the dude looked out for her. Yeah? He just sees this older black lady. He's just trying to look. You know what I mean? He's yeah. like, oh, I see what y'all trying to get a little money. Do you want your grandson to go to jail? Yeah. I, he didn't know who I was. But, but he's, he knew, sounds he figured, like he's he figured, yeah, She knew the person. Yeah. And they'll figure it out. <laughs> so, so that's wow. my little, that's my little uh, insurance fraud story. Nice. That I find. That's hilarious. pretty good. I like that. How was your uh, Easter? It was good, man. Yeah? I'm, I'm sitting here, holding, 
a bowl of banana pudding mm-hmm. brought by my boy Skiff. Technically, it's a weird cup. Okay, so it's a cup. But I'm going to uh, treat And you got it all, the, the tape forked. I mean, the Look fork tape to it. I'm not messing around. Man, man, I'm ready to eat some of this, man. But my thing, my, my Easter was good. Uh, we did our thing, you know. We had the, the no deviled eggs. Ah, cool. I should have made deviled eggs, but mm-hmm. we didn't have, we just went to Sandra's grandma. Shout out to Begita, who taught me Swedish. But you had that, uh, your, I have to give a shout out to your boy, Rob, who. Yeah. He was inspired. By yes. the uh, conversation about Dr. Pepper glazed ham mm-hmm. that we had last week. Yes. And he texted me <laughs> on Easter Sunday because yeah. you guys were in Malahedon. Yeah. And I live in Aspudan. Yeah. Um, which for those of you who, especially you Saints fans who live down in Gothenburg, those two neighborhoods are close to each other. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, uh, he texted me and said, hey, you want me to bring by? I made some, uh, he made like pork. Burnt ends. Pork belly burnt ends yeah. marinated in Dr. Pepper. Yeah. And he said, do you want me to come by with some? It was a cream soda, Dr. Pepper. Exactly. It was good. So good. It was so good. It was the star of the of the lunch. We actually, so he brought it over in a little ice cream container and we, I, I, I tasted it that day and was just like, holy shit, this is good. And then I saved it. Because I we didn't celebrate Easter until Monday, because mm. we had you know people working or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I I had that just for me and the me and Saga and Isak because oh, nice. we were the only meat eaters. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was uh we had a shout big out ass. to Rob man. Yeah, Holding he he crushed it. It was so good. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, we made a big old, I made a big chunk of salmon. Oof. Uh, which um. Was perfectly cooked, I might add. It was because uh, <laughs> a lot of people salmon. overcook you shit. You overcook it. It's no, if you it's, cook it more than like fifteen minutes, it's tuna. It's done. <laughs> it is. It's fucking tuna. It's fucking tuna. And everyone was like, "Oh, it's so moist. How did you do that?" And I was like, Man. "I cooked it right." Yeah, I fucking cooked. it <laughs> I right. I didn't fuck up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nice. And I introduced the Swedes to twice cooked potatoes. I boiled mm, them first yeah, and then put them in the oven. It, yeah. Uh, they didn't know shit about that. Uh, they've been knowing about deviled eggs nice. for a little while, but they were, yeah, they were good. One of my hockey buddies who I play with every Wednesday night was, uh, I talked to him about deviled eggs last Wednesday, and then he sent me a text on Easter Sunday, and he was like, hey, I'm trying deviled eggs. Oh, cool. So he made them, so that was cool. I was out here fucking, I'm out here influencing motherfuckers, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Yes, you are. Influencing motherfuckers. I, um, I saw this tweet that resonated with me. Yeah. Um, with somebody tweeted that dads love saying, I see three eggs from where I'm standing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because we did an Easter egg hunt, and I, but I started, I scouted the area first. Because mm. they have the, here, for those of you not in Sweden, they do the, the plastic egg with candy inside or treats inside, some type of cool stuff. But just inside. so you know, it's a, it's a big egg. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. Like it's like, Bigger than a softball. Yeah, like a mini football. Yeah, exactly. Like the size, because it's shaped more like a football. Yeah. Because I remember as a kid, we used to go searching for plastic eggs too. But they were the size of eggs. Yeah. And they always had something like jelly beans and or or Reese's peanut butter cups or. Yeah. Well, I couldn't. I wasn't allowed to eat candy as a kid. That's right. You told me that. Or I'd have sugar-free candy, and that was fucking disgusting. You had a a deprived. 
childhood. What the? My grandmother. the fact that you're out here blowing up trucks and shit. <laughs> yeah, you can blow up a truck. You just can't eat any fucking candy. It's like, <laughs> what the hell kind of childhood is that? <laughs> One time my grandmother hid in eggs too good. And we didn't fight, but she would actually boil eggs. Yeah. So we had a boiled egg hidden somewhere that was like pain in the shit. <laughs> I was, this is, the house started stinking. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> she hid it like between the boards. Yeah, the I found it like between the... Uh, <laughs> The oven and the fridge, like like one of them like cracks between the fridge and the counter. I was like, there's the smell. It's, it's, it's June. That's the Easter egg. <laughs> that's disgusting. That's <laughs> just so nasty. I saw a video of you napping on Easter Sunday. That, yeah, man, the food was nice. good. You that can't was... feed me a bunch of burnt ends and expect me to stay awake. What I mean, I feel like that's like a baller move. You know, there's only a few days a year where you can justify napping in the middle yeah. of the day. Normally, it's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Christmas. Christmas. And then now Easter. Easter. I ate good, man. It was good food. I, have, I don't feel bad. I w- I'm saying it they as They should a, be glad that I felt comfortable enough in your house to go to sleep. I'm mentioning it as like a, like respect. Okay. You know what I mean? I got defensive. No, no, no. I think it's like for you to just roll up and pass out on grandma's couch after yeah. Easter. That's... They should just... Yeah. We do not care. They should just <laughs> when know. When nap time, is nap time. They should just know... <laughs> That that's the move. You, you know think I'm going to stay awake? Hell they man. just not going to want that. Mm. No. Oh, I'm about to take a bite of this banana pudding. Mm-hmm. My mouth is watering. Oh, here it comes. I feel bad that you can't have any. I already had some last night. Okay. I finished off mine last night. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's so creamy and delicious. <laughs> God, man. <laughs> man, it's so good. It's good, right? Mm. I mm-hmm. felt so lucky. I got the last box of Nilla wafers when I went to the American store. Really? Yeah, it was the last one they had. Oh, they, people must know them. That's Easter. You know what I mean? Making mm-hmm. banana pudding. I, was I love it when the cookie gets soft like that, but it's still got a little bit of hardness in the middle. Exactly. And then it's got that cream and a banana. Soft and hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be eating that the rest of this episode. That's what's up. Did you watch any of the USFL? Yes. Did you? Which one did you watch? Uh, the first game. I watched some of the first game. <clears throat> The, I watched the end of the first game because they were trying to... Um, the Generals? or the Jeff Fisher was the coach. Oh, that was the second... That was So the New Jersey Generals and the Birmingham Stallions played on... Didn't they have a delay? No, that was the day after. The first okay. game was the Stallions and the, and the Generals, which happened late Saturday night for okay. us. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched the highlights and a couple of things <laughs> that I did not realize. I didn't see that laser thing. There were a couple of things. I saw it, actually, in one of the later games. Okay. Uh, but there were a few things that, that caught me off guard. Uh, for one, I knew that they were going to add, like, some drone footage, but I didn't realize, like, they were going to do it the entire game. Oh, they did? They had this weird little... Um, it, it's kind of, it looks cool when they do the punts mm-hmm. or the kickoffs because the drone is right behind the kicker, right? Oh, okay. And then... When you see that angle, you see it coming towards the back of the kicker, and then when he kicks the ball, the drone goes up and kind of travels oh. with the ball, and then and then it flies behind the guy who receives it, and then it tries to follow that. So that was kind of cool, but the wow. thing that kind of freaked me out was like they had it behind the quarterback every time they ran a play, mm. and you could see like it. Madden. And I kept thinking to myself, like, how long is it going to take before – that thing gets in the way or like what if he mishandles the snap and and the ball hits the thing or yeah. you know it, it just i don't know it doesn't seem that cool for you to use right. it on to every play that. yeah um i also did not realize 
that all of the games being played are being played in one location. I didn't know that. Okay. I didn't know that until until this weekend. They're playing all the games in Birmingham, Alabama, in the same stadium. Oh. Which <clears throat> I don't like that. Is kind of a Look, I understand why they're doing it, right? Because the last you know, iteration of spring football was this Alliance Football League. Okay. And I don't know if you remember this, but they they no. played for a couple of weeks. Um, we were joking about the USFL, like after week four, they're like, oh, to be determined. Yeah, yeah. Like that's sort of what happened with the Alliance Football League. Like they played a couple of weeks and then uh, like just one w- weekend out of nowhere, uh, they said, oh, by the way, uh, the league just went bankrupt and all you players need to buy your own tickets home. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I think they're trying to cut down yeah, on cut obviously costs, yeah. the, the cost of travel. Um, but I think the... Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. But obviously, you, I think you're going to have a hard time growing your local fan, like base fan base if yeah. your residents can't buy a ticket to come see your team, right? Um, but I think that there is an argument to be made that football is, by and large, a TV sport, mm-hmm. right? So if you can manage to grow a Lean fan base... Yeah. If you can manage to grow a fan base through just showing the games on TV and then... Once you have managed to feel like you're kind of financially stable, you can send those teams back to where they're where yeah, it says they're cities. from. Yeah. Uh, and and maybe I don't know, yeah, but it doesn't. Once you they got to establish the league first, then establish the teams. I get it. The other downside too, though, is that you're asking the 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 good people of Birmingham to show up in mass for multiple USFL games. I ain't wearing no mask. Oftentimes, two or three games a day, right? Game one was the hometown team; they couldn't even sell out the stadium. That yep, second man. game, which is the one that you saw, I saw a little bit of that one too. There was nobody there. Nah, it was because crazy. it was Easter Sunday, and they man, that banana pudding was, was out out of this world, man. That's good, right? God damn. I'm a little mad at you right now for only bringing one cup. Makes me want to slap my mama. <laughs> Come on, man, mama. <laughs> All right, so uh, I mean the the that game the what was that Houston Gamblers and the Michigan Panthers. Yeah, it yep. was an absolute embarrassment. I think there were like nine fumbles in that game, four or five yeah, of them off they the looked, snap. Yeah, it was. The quarterback the, was not ready for a pro game. No, he was not. It was pathetic. But there were some standout receivers for sure in the first. When I watched the highlights of the, there was a receiver for the New Jersey Generals who looked really good. Okay. Uh, another one for the who was the team that they played? Uh, the Birmingham Stallions. Yeah, they had a guy too. That game was actually kind of exciting. It ended like on sort of the last play of the game. It was. You good. know what happened on the last drive of the game I was watching? Mm-mm. They used the chip in the ball. Even though I knew the guy was short of first down. Oh, yeah, I saw that. They used the chip in the ball to, to see where it was at. And it was yeah. cool that they got to do And he's all like, look at it, look at it, look at it. And it's like, bro, you're fucking, you were, the yeah. guy get, grabbed you. You didn't move forward mm. at all. Mm. Uh, but I didn't yeah, see, it was cool that they could do that. I didn't see any of the other. I didn't see anybody go for three. I didn't see any no, I didn't see two any forward passes or anything like that. No, I, I think they'll, they'll get used to it. I, they didn't look talented enough to me to no. do two forward passes. Like, can you imagine them just trying to do two forward passes? Like, how fucking... I think the uh, they're going to need to learn. I mean, they're going to need to use it because of the lack mm. of talent. But it's, but everybody's on par with each other. It's like, it's just a a, de- a decrease in talent. It's a pretty steep drop-off. Yeah. I think... <laughs> yeah. 
I think there's going to be, I think after this offseason mm. of the NFL, mm-hmm. if the USFL makes it through mm-hmm. this season, mm. then all of the offshoots, that, like the people that didn't make the cuts or whatever, mm. it's going to be like prove yourself through USFL type of thing, mm. like how people did with the CFL. That's a good point. And then you have the CFL, which is established, so people are probably going up there playing more so than USFL. So the USFL is probably getting the third tier of talent. It really should be a development league. It should. It really should. It's going to turn into that. Hopefully. Having uh, Being so local like that. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully it will. They might have to get, like, their goal, if I were them, mm-hmm. would be to get bought out by the NFL. Mm. And, you know, have a little bit of negotiation where I can still you know, shape the vision of it, but be a developmental league. Right. Or a relegation league, which is ultimate. That's, n- I don't, I still don't think that's ever going to happen. I know, but I'm just saying that's what I would, if I were in charge of things, mm. which needs to happen as I need to be in charge. Right. Yeah. Right. But uh, I was kind of underwhelmed. Mm. Not going to lie to you. Yeah, I can't see myself. It looked like worse than college. Oh, it was worse than college. It was way worse than college. Much worse. Didn't expect that. I mean, I've seen like, you know, a lot of times I'll tune in like on a Saturday during the season. Yeah. You know, the Georgia game's not coming on until nine o'clock or something. Yeah. I might, I might watch Tulane yeah, play was, the yeah. six o'clock or game. Michigan. Like, yeah. I think Tulane could have beat any of those teams. <laughs> oh, no. I'm telling you, it looked bad. I thought the yeah. USFL looked bad. I wouldn't say a college team because they're still grown men. Mm-hmm. Oh, the other thing I didn't like, uh-huh. there's too many people mic'd up. Yes. God damn it. I said, did we write about this? I, no. said, I was saying that. I was saying it to my wife. Too she was many people mic'd out. up. And it's like, you, I get that you want to catch something interesting happening on the field. Yeah. I'm assuming they don't have a taunting penalty. I saw a lot of weird things yeah. that could have been called in the NFL. Anyway, there's <laughs> they have way too Like almost everybody on the field is yeah. mic'd up. On NBC. You can hear... You can hear the play call. You can hear the play call. He's like, rabbit, in the why, huddle. Right? Wing, yeah, you they can got hear the, it in the huddle. They got the little drone there. The yeah. drone's in the huddle. You can yeah. hear the play call. And it's just like too many voices happening at once. It's like... And announcers talking. And there was like... A, some of the voices like sounded like they had a weird echo on them. Almost like it was echoing through the stadium or something. Like, do they pipe that noise into the stadium as well? I hope not. How man. could you hear that? Like... The play call part made me like, ugh, I would not want that. No, I would not want that. You have either. to burn your playbook after every every week. Pretty much. Because like, it, <laughs> what's I? It, I heard I the whole the whole play call. I didn't understand that at all. And really? It was yeah. They, were, they they fucked up with that. Yeah, that's, that's not fair to Jeff Fisher and all he's done for football. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Still got that nasty mustache. He does. <laughs> he does. He's still rocking it. <laughs> so enough about the USFL. Yes, huh? on to the NFL. Yes. Uh, first item of news, Cleveland Browns corner Denzel Ward gets a record five-year, $100.5 million extension. Straight cash, homie. To become the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL. Quarterback? Cornerback. Cornerback, okay. Corner. Damn, that means uh, <laughs> Xavier Howard's going to ask for a restructure midseason. Yeah, so someone <laughs> should have fucking posted a mute X like going, so what? <laughs> man, it's bullshit, man. I don't know if I could play. I don't know if I could be disrespected like I this. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, would you? Would you play? <laughs> Damn. 
$71.25 million guaranteed, $20.1 million per year for Denzel Ward. I Crazy. Sort of feels like they overpaid him a little. Yeah, of course. What do I know? Of course they overpaid um, him. That's the, that's the thing, man. They're, these teams are smart. It's gonna the the league's gonna keep making its money. And this gambling money's coming in. Salary cap's gonna keep going up. There's Make your moves now. There's new TV money coming in too. Yeah. I, I think we're seeing some of these moves will start to make sense, but they are really messing with the positional yeah. market. Yeah. You know what I mean? The yeah, quarterback market shifting fast. Yeah. It's going crazy right now. Uh, the college Ky- players gotta hate this shit. Oh, for sure. Kyler Murray. Uh, he's gone from scrubbing his Instagram account <laughs> to claiming that everything's cool. Kids his age do stuff like that all the time. It means nothing. Mm-hmm. To now making it very clear that he will not continue to play for the Arizona Cardinals under the terms of his current contract. Basically saying, if I don't get paid, I'm holding out. Uh. His agent has to be like, <laughs> shoot me. Yeah. Wow, Kyler. I don't know, man. I guess it's hard to fault somebody for trying to get their money. But Here's the thing. A, a Kyler mean, Murray holdout would be very uh, expensive. Um, he personally, I was reading about this, will be fined $40,000 per day. God um, He also will forfeit like, you know, four point five million dollar roster bonus if he doesn't show up. Damn! Um, but that being said, for the Cardinals, I kind of think this is sort of an easy problem to solve because if you let's assume you want to keep Kyler Murray, okay, you pay him now. Yeah, you pay him whatever he wants now because paying him now is always, oddly enough, the least expensive option. If you feel like he's the guy, yeah. I, I mean, because yeah. think about it. The majority of last season before that team started to kind of whatever, you can you can come up with all kinds of excuses for why the Cardinals kind of faltered towards the end. You can put it on Cliff Kingsbury. You can put it on some injuries. I think it had a lot to do with injuries. I think it had a lot to do with Cliff Kingsbury. I think it had a lot to do with him, too. But <laughs> here's the thing. For the majority of last season, we were talking about Kyler Murray as a potential league MVP. Yeah. For, like, the first two-thirds of the season. Yeah. Um, they weren't losing games at all. No. They were the last undefeated team. Yeah. Uh, you take it a step forward. It. They didn't make the playoffs? It. The, they did. Oh, they they did. lost. They, they, they got it. absolutely murdered in the first round. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, by the Rams, right? Was it Rams? No. Yeah. yeah okay. I think so. Damn, um, I can't remember shit. Take it a step forward and win your division, right? It, it, think about what happens if mm. you have a guy who was t- being talked about as the league MVP last year. If they come out and win their division this year, mm, he's going to cost gonna you yeah. so much more than if you it, it, just go ahead and pay him now. Pay him now. Yeah. But they don't have to. No. What I the part that I still don't understand, and we've already talked about this a little bit, so I don't want to go too far into it, but I don't understand that in the midst of like deciding whether you should make Kyler Murray your franchise quarterback, you instead give the bag yeah. to Cliff Kingsbury. Like that yeah. that to me feels like a big mistake. Yeah. It definitely will feel more like it after the 
They in this they because Kyler Murray at least has shown improvement every year. Yeah, Kingsbury has not. He's been the same every year. So I, except I don't, for last year, he started stronger than the year before, but every year he drops off. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That was baffling, <laughs> and the gym they paid both of them. Yeah, I there is this chatter that Murray could be traded, which I think is absolute nonsense. To uh, who? the QB market at the moment is 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 insane, and so yeah, I mean, I guess in a way, does he have leverage? Uh, does he have leverage? I don't. Well, yeah. no, I don't think so. I mean, they have leverage. Yeah, and and obviously they could trade him, and the the only teams that really make any sense would be Seattle, Carolina, or or Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I think you pay him now. Seattle, Carolina, or Houston. I mean, why would yeah. you why would you get rid of a guy who keeps getting better every year? You can't give him to Seattle. You you get rid of a guy who keeps getting better every year. He's he's a dual threat quarterback. Yeah. And and you're gonna let him go somewhere else for what? For the unknown? I, I think that would be yeah. ridiculous. So of course they're I gonna agree. pay him. They're gonna pay him. Uh I think it's lame the way he's doing it though. I but I think this is the way that the it that players do that stuff nowadays, which is also kind of stupid. Yeah. Uh speaking of quarterbacks who got paid, Derek Carr. Mm. Derek Carr went out there and got himself a little bag. He's a top twenty quarterback in this league. But he's getting paid <laughs> like a top five quarterback in I this know, league. Right? <laughs> Derek Carr agrees to three year extension with the Raiders. Uh Ian Rappaport of NFL Media reports that the new uh, deal is worth $121.5 million. Great cash, homie. God damn. He is on the final year of his current deal, so he's now under contract in La- with Las Vegas through 2025. I think that this He's is- on his third coach, huh? Exactly. Wow. Um, he's only... Or maybe fourth. The- and he's never won... A Shit. playoff game. He's never won a playoff game. <laughs> He's never won a playoff game. God damn. But it, they haven't regularly made the playoffs. Right. Which is not entirely his fault. Nope. I mean, I think they're making all the right moves at the moment yeah. in order I don't know if to give a, him a better chance. Yeah. You got your guy. You keep what you do. Yeah. You they're, got. I mean, that receiving core is going to be fascinating to watch next year. You got Devontae Adams. You got Darren <laughs> Waller. Uh, Hunter Renfro. So this is a preemptive, preemptive strike as well. Ex- exactly. This yeah. is exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Pay him now, and I guarantee you the structure of this deal is going to make it possible for them to part ways with him if they feel like this is not working out. Yeah, it's going to work out, though. though. But the one thing Derek Carr did get in this deal, which everyone seems to be really surprised with, is that he did manage to get a no-trade clause in this deal. Oh. Um Oh wow! He claimed Derek Carr said if he told his agent, "If I'm not a Raider, I'm playing golf. Like that's it. Oh, I don't want to play for anybody else." Oh, because he because of the eyeliner. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I can't wear a black eyeliner on another team. I- <laughs> <laughs> Imagine me playing for the Chargers with black eyeliner. Come on, I can man. come play for the Fal- Falcons. It'll I guess it could with the black. It cuts his teams down though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Those trying teams to wear, have a little black. You I'm know. not trying to wear navy blue eyeliner as a yeah. Chicago Bear. No. <laughs> uh, oh man, we'll see. I mean, I, I kind of, I, I don't know. I think, yeah, 
That that's a difficult. It's a tough division. I, it is, man. I, I, but they gotta weird... be. You want to be sure, like you know what you have. You know what I mean. Mm. And you've increased the weaponry, and you got Josh McDaniels in there. I think the Raiders are smart here because I do not. They think, might win that division, bro. I think that right now is not the time to go guessing if the grass is greener somewhere else. Right. You know what I mean? He don't care. Considering the draft, uh, yeah. and 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 the quarterbacks that are available at the moment i.e baker mayfield yeah uh you know what i mean it's like do you really want to go you know what you have yeah do you want to go test something else i don't think <laughs> they were so. probably like let's see what let's watch a usfl game and see what type of talent is it <laughs> you know what <laughs> no trade clause is approved <laughs> right after the game right after that quarterback tried to get the first down and lost the yard they're yeah. just like uh let's just make the no trade clause yeah after the third fumbled snap yeah. by the michigan panthers yeah. quarterback ball's coming right to him it just goes right through man his man what the fuck um what else going on we got another deal with a cornerback mm they getting that money now. Colts agree uh, with free agent cornerback uh, Stefan Gilmore. Whoa, this guy. Two-year, $23 million contract. Straight cash, homie. $14 million guaranteed. This dude is a five-time pro bowler mm-hmm. uh, who will now join a defense that has Darius Leonard mm-hmm. and DeForest Buckner. Damn. Uh, it, which was already a pretty... And they got all the the young talents. Like they picked up that kid Quiddy Pay last yep. year in the draft, who was quite good. He's probably gonna take another step. Yeah, mm-hmm. Colts might be a problem. I think the Colts might be good this year. Who's their quarterback? Uh, Is it still Carson Wentz? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's my man, former Falcon, Matty oh, yeah. Ice, baby. Oh, my bad, my bad. They got Matty Ice. They got Matty Ice. They got Matty Wheels. They paid for all of it. They paid for the ice and the wheels. <laughs> It's basically an ice cream truck. <laughs> it's a slushy stand. They got a slushy stand. It's my quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> they got the slushy stand over there, huh? Yeah. Man. And now there's rumors out there where they're saying that. <laughs> oh, the we Colts got a Colts fan over they, here. They, they, got the, they might go out and try to get Julio Jones. Oh, man. Get the band back together. <laughs> Let's go. You're going to be a. Can't wait. <laughs> You're gonna be a Colts fan, boy. I might. I might switch. Hey, man, that might. Is that, is that your team for me this week? Uh, we'll see. It's not, actually. Uh, oh, uh, I might have to switch. Oh, we'll man. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know, man. And they got Jonathan Taylor. I mean, they are a fun team. Like, I, I have to admit, Bruh. during the season, during this last season, I mean, Carson Wentz aside, they were a really fun football team they to were. watch. With, we um, thought we would get a non quarterback MVP. We, yeah, and then pretty much got taken away from him by Carson Wentz for real. Yeah, yeah, sure. Because he was so bad at the end of the year. How often does the GM have to go to the owner and say, I, "I'm sorry that I vouched for this quarterback"? <laughs> <laughs> God. Where's mean, he? At? Is it? Where's he at now? Wentz, Washington, Washington Cougars. Cougars. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be good this year too. Are they? No. Oh, okay. They <clears throat> no. have no... Well, at least the front office is in order. Exactly. <laughs> it's a sharp run ship. Yeah. Nothing, uh, <laughs> you know, it's a strong, uh, worthy vessel <laughs> traveling in a straight line <laughs> to places that everyone wants to go. 
yes, uh, safely. Exactly. You might get raped on that ship. But, you know. <laughs> God damn. Uh, we'll see. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't don't. It's not a good ship. <clears throat> it's uh, you might want to stay away from. That. Yeah, stay away. Uh, another big time mm. QB deal. Gino Smith. Let's go. Gino Smith. Gino Smith coming Changing back the to game. the Seahawks on a one-year deal, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the one-year deal. Yeah, man. Uh, prove it deal for Gino Smith. <laughs> Hasn't he proven it? <laughs> uh, well, he's proven some things, yeah. Uh, it'll be Smith's third season with Seattle. Uh, That's it's, good. He's a backup. It's, it's his 10th team in the NFL. Damn. Uh, well, I mean, we we, we we want more black journeymen. Yeah. We have one. The move gives the Seahawks three quarterbacks under contract. Okay. They got Smith, they got Drew Locke, and they got Jacob Eason. Whoa, what remember a quarterback Jacob, room. Remember Jacob Eason? <laughs> I think he played like one one game. What a quarterback uh, room, man. I still... You got to have competition. You know what I'm saying? I still think they should be in the hunt for Baker Mayfield. It, 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 it just, yeah. It makes sense. Yes. Um... Yeah. Definitely. You, I don't know if you know this, but Geno Smith had some some off the field issues lately. I did we not talk know. about this. No, he was he was arrested for a DUI. DUI. Um, yeah. These these should not exist in the NFL, man. Mm. In pro sports, he was. Apparent- I would have myself a Farnsworth Bentley. Uh, the you know the guy Puff Daddy's uh homie mm. remember back in the day when p diddy would have the dude walking around with the umbrella that was like his mm-hmm. chauffeur or whatever yeah. that's what i would have if well I we would... actually we learned about this with the uh what was the guy that tragic story the raider who killed the lady who was that rugs yeah, that rugs? yeah henry rugs yeah he we i learned about this during that whole shenanigans um the nfl has an app for the players it's like their own kind of private uber service in every nfl city that you know you can get a like so that you don't have to deal with like actual uber coming and being like oh i know you bro you're henry ruggs like they have private drivers who are like you know willing to come pick your ass i would just have my own guy or family member i would have somebody i could trust that's Mm -hmm. not gonna be uh partaking in any drinking or drugs or like party like just a straight man right you got yeah. so much to lose, man. Totally. Come on, Gino. Well, Gino... Uh, was, <laughs> and he has so little to lose. Yeah. <laughs> He's on a one-year deal. Uh, he was reportedly driving 96 miles an hour in a 60-mile-an-hour zone. Come on, bro. And when he was arrested, he he got into a bit of a kerfuffle with the officers. Uh, Cocaine is a hell of a drug. And he apparently made some disparaging comments about the sizes of their of their penises. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that was, uh, you know, that's a bold statement. He, he was Man. he was making some bold statements about about the small nature of their penises. What get, do they have any quotes? <laughs> I it was something like, like oh, you're a bunch of small dick motherfuckers. Like it was like that, really, yeah, yeah, something like that. But drunk, he's a small dick motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going in the 90s, 69. You don't know about the 69. Yeah. Your dick's so small, I can't even fit it in my mouth. <laughs> I can tell if I suck it. Go ahead, pull if it I out. If I suck it, it's going to go right there. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, wow. So there's that. That's a little... Whatever, we'll see what happens. But I can't imagine that the Seahawks' plan is to start the 2022 season with Geno Smith under center, or Drew Locke, Locke, or Jacob Eason. Exactly. You know what I mean? So they They got to do something. It's it's Baker time. A lot of these quarterbacks in the draft are expected to fall. You know They They have to. Wait wait till I unveil my mock draft. Yeah. You're going to do all seven rounds? All seven rounds. All seven rounds. I'm doing a (laughs) seven-round mock draft, including the uh, complimentary draft and uh, and the uh, pickups of the teams. Right. After the draft. Uh, The unsigned free agents. Yeah. I'm going to do my unsigned free agent pickup (laughs) for every team. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. I got to say, this, this year in particular... Is a rough year for mock drafters because it's like there seems to be so little consensus on oh. on who's going to be the overall number one pick. I think they're all getting who's... exposed for the frauds that they are, or the uh, the, I, I mean, yeah. the unpredictability of the whole thing. I think so too, and I think also the other thing that I think is kind of it's in. I I'm aware of this because obviously I watch a lot of Georgia Bulldog games, but it's like you <laughs> do you you talk about. They, they're always talking about, oh, yeah, I saw his tape. And it's like, yeah, I get that you saw these different players' tapes, but you, you saw, like, literally a cherry-picked yeah. uh, showreel. Yeah. You don't have any idea how good these guys are, you know? And you didn't have the interview. Because the, the, the knock on the Georgia players is, like, that they don't, a lot of, the, especially the defensive players, they don't play as many snaps as everybody else. Mm-hmm. But that's because the way that team is built right. is it has so much depth that the number two guy is just as good as the number one guy. And they're like, why am I going to run Jordan Davis into the ground when I could bring in another guy? Who, uh, let's give go with this you know what Georgia I'm thing. <laughs> Jordan Davis is going to fucking own the draft. You watch. Couldn't wait. <laughs> Couldn't wait to get that Georgia and Trayvon, Red Rocket. And Trayvon Walker's probably going to go number one, and if he doesn't, then you're all going to make a big mistake. So <laughs> just you keep a Georgia Bulldog dick in your mouth, man. <laughs> I do. Speaking of the Bulldogs, my man, former Bulldog AJ Green, re-signing with the Cardinals. Let's go. Hey, <laughs> go re-signing with the Cardinals, AJ Green. <laughs> 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 when did he come into the league? It was like a hundred years ago. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe years. you have it in your notes. How was I not going to have that it in my notes? It's a resign. <laughs> <laughs> it's big news, bro. Nothing, nothing special. Everybody was wondering what he was going to happen. He has it in giant letters. Everybody was wondering. <laughs> can't wait. Everybody was wondering what was happening. It was just a better case by AJ mine. Green. <laughs> Am I, am I wrong? Listeners, tell me. Am I wrong? Uh, yeah. Where are you know. out there going, shit, man, what, what's going what's on with AJ? AJ I, I could have seen it from here. You wrote it so big. I know, but oh, I, yeah. I hid it from you when we started talking about Bulldogs. And I was like, man, this has got Segway written all over it. Because uh, I would have been like, hey, man, you know what I was wondering? <laughs> what's going on with AJ Green? <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's so stupid, man. I know. It is. <laughs> Oh, yeah. shit. I used to do that when... Uh, you like that! You <laughs> yes. like that! I used to do that when Miami was putting a lot of players in the league. Yeah. I would, that's all I talked about. 
I know it's fun when your when your college team is crushing it, and um, they had a. a I don't know if you know we won the national championship. <laughs> uh, have you seen? You the almost ring? have as many as Miami. No, I have not seen the ring. Oh, the ring! They just put they just put out pictures of the ring the other day. Because you got two now, right? Yeah, just the two. Okay, yeah. just checking. <laughs> I'm sure the old one is pretty lame in comparison yeah. to the new one. It's like 40 the, years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Miami, uh, there was a streak that only I cared about, or well, a lot of people talked about, like Miami fans. Yeah. When NFL, in the NFL, there was like, I want to say like a 144-game streak of a University of Miami player scoring a touchdown mm. in the NFL. Wow. It was insane, and the, the streak finally got broken, and the, the Monday night game, uh, Vince Wilfork was the last player left mm. to play, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Maybe if I get a sack, like he knew about it, he was like, maybe if I get like a sack, fumble, and I then I take it to the house, maybe we could keep the streak going." It was like <laughs> a big thing, <laughs> but it didn't happen. He, he oh. it got broken. <clears throat> uh, actually, my favorite story of the week is finding out that the Packers have just signed Sammy Watkins to a one year deal, and I know that that okay. So. Uh, again, it's a one-year deal. Yeah. Uh, according to multiple reports, the deal is worth up to four million. Um, this will be Sammy Watkins' fifth NFL team. He spent three yeah. years with the Bills. Yep. Year with the Rams. Year with the Chiefs. Chiefs. Ravens. I forgot about the Ravens. Um, and now and he now. was there last year. He only played like thirteen games or something like that. And now he's with them. Um, okay. But the the reason why I'm in love with this story so much, and for the listeners who have been with us from the beginning, Mm -hmm. when we first started this podcast, I don't even remember. It was probably like episode two or three or something. Mm -hmm. There came this insane (laughs) interview. It was was an article on Bleacher Report where it was an in-depth, sit-down interview with Sammy Watkins (laughs) where... He went into detail about some of his like beliefs and yeah. like trying to basically explain Eccentric like guy. Yeah, he was trying to start off with him trying to explain like why things went wrong and when he played for Buffalo and he had some issues with alcoholism. But then he became kind of a seeker, uh, so to speak. And um, I don't know. I guess you could say he sought a little too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the idea that that Sammy Watkins and Aaron Rodgers are two extremely eccentric guys. And now these guys are going to be in a locker room together. Like I can't think of one NFL locker room that I would most want to be a fly on the wall in right now. Sammy Watkins in that interview claimed that he is an alien. Mm -hmm. Uh, Aaron Rodgers claims to have seen a UFO. So I'm thinking these two are going to have, they probably met then that could have been the first time they met. Uh, and he said he could teleport. He did say that. He said he could teleport in that thing. We Although I'm the, calling co- bullshit on that. Competitive advantage. I'm calling bullshit on the teleport thing because if he could truly teleport, <laughs> he would always be. Oh, he'd be the best receiver in there. Yeah. So I, I'm. That's this where I'm drawing the line. Team. Um, he's got some weird sort of twisted logic. He had a quote from that article, Sammy Watkins, where he said. All of the things we think are bad aren't bad. God could be Satan. Jesus could be Lucifer. Mm, that's deep. I'm sure Rogers could get down with some of that topsy-turvy logic, right? He's got the <laughs> whole immunized versus vaccinated, like really what's the difference kind of thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh-huh. Watkins is not afraid of death, according to the article. Okay. Um, Understandable. He says, quote, not when you know you've probably died 
so many times, and you're still here. You keep coming back. <laughs> Rogers is also on record with being down with reincarnation in, in interviews. Okay. Yeah, that's um, true. Man. Sammy thinks that when you see him, you're looking at his human body like right now, right? You're looking at a six foot one, 211 pound wide receiver. But Watkins says he, he may also be playing this game as something completely different, right? Like he, he takes a guess <laughs> at what he might be. Like you see me as a man, but I might actually be a dinosaur or a dog or a horse. Um, so Cocaine is a hell of a drug. That's a thing. <laughs> There's got to be drugs involved in this shit. There's no way he's not messing with hallucinogens. True. Uh, like this sounds like somebody who went on a trip and then opened their mind, so to speak, and it affected him a lot. This you know is, what I mean? Yeah, this is the one that I really can't wait for. So Rogers is definitely into this whole manifestation thing. He's done mm-hmm. a lot of interviews where he talks about how he likes to sort of meditate and manifest, mm-hmm. like to sort of visualize what's what what he wants from the it, different situations. Um, it, you know, the first step to making something happen is for him to like envision it happening, right? Mm-hmm. Watkins will take you one further. Uh, because Sammy thinks that all NFL games are actually played out the night before Sunday in our dreams, like while you're sleeping. The game itself is just an exercise of playing out what has already happened in this alternate universe that the rest of us call sleeping. So I'd like to hear a, a... a conversation about that between these two guys. You want to hear it? <laughs> yeah, I do. Actually, well, have them talk it out. Yeah, yeah. I've listened to a podcast with the two of them. I totally. They need their own podcast. Yeah. I mean, everybody's got a fucking podcast now. Even yeah. we have a podcast. Like, yeah. Why can't they have one? At the very least, I want the two of them to be guests on the Pat McAfee they show. Could call it the the together. Two, they could call it the two manifest. Yeah. Sure. Two manifest. Yeah. I don't know. I would love to see Rogers try to talk Watkins into this Panchakarma cleanse. Remember this thing that <laughs> yeah. that, that Rogers did, where you're like throwing up and yeah, getting multiple. You throw up for three days, and then you get shit jammed up your ass for another three days. Yeah, you should do that. Do that cleanse. You throw it up out of your mouth and your he's ass like, for like. He's two like, weeks. Um, it actually happened six days ago. Yeah, I did that already. I didn't <laughs> see it. <laughs> I'm just going back through it. I'm just reliving the. Uh, the cleanse. I just feel like Sammy Watkins and Aaron Rodgers might be the buddy movie I never knew I wanted to see. <laughs> like, I just want to, I really want to see this. 84 hours is what we're going to call it. Yeah. <laughs> is it today or yesterday? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, I thought that was fun. Mm. Hopefully there's some good shit going on there. Also, uh, more sort of Kyler Murray-esque news. Debo okay. Samuel, A.J. Brown, Terry McLaurin, all look ready to skip OTAs as they are seeking new contracts. This seems to be a theme this Ooh. summer. Players League. Yeah. Uh, Debo has scrubbed his Instagram account, of course. Oh, my gosh. Uh, he says that he's endured death threats and racist comments after scrubbing his Instagram account, um, which is, you know, uh, definitely a bridge too far for me. Um, yeah. Also, I always find it a little strange. I guess, I mean, I get it to a certain extent. You get what? Well, the, the 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 fans who, like, you know, when it comes to these contract disputes, right, they're always going to side with the team. Yeah. 
right? Um, they they think the player is greedy. They which d- is weird. They do, and it's but, kind of interesting because, and I think the teams are are the one the teams are the owners of the teams. Obviously, are the greedy ones. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and they're also the dirty ones. Like these guys are out here. These guys have a skill. They're out here playing a game, yeah. and they're fucking good at it. And they want to get paid what they're worth. And it's not their fault that you know that the various re- position markets are going haywire. Yeah. It's not their fault that you know, wide receiver three, Christian Kirk went out there right. and got this giant bag. Yeah, blame him, fans. Uh, you know what I mean? So, you know... And what if it's it, a conspiracy? Like, all the little player, the star players hit up Christian Kirk was like, demand a crazy contract. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck up the market for us I all. I like that. Uh, AJ Brown claims that, that rumors are starting to be spread, that he's a diva and a, a bad teammate. Um... You know, so I I think that's kind of wow. typical type bullshit. I mean, I these guys, wow. these are all three of these guys. If I remember correctly, were taken in the second round when they were drafted. So they, I mean, according to my mock draft, uh, Debo should have been in the first round. I mean, clearly. I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, these guys are all. All three of these guys yeah. are worth a new contract for yeah. sure. Right, yeah, I, the Titans don't have any money, so I don't know what they're gonna do. Um, they should talk to the Saints, figure out how to make money up here. Yeah, it's like mafia accounting. Yeah, or talk to the Commanders. They have two sets of books. Commanders. Yeah. yeah. Um. Now we're getting into the criminal part of the news. Woohoo! Uh, let's see. <laughs> NFL criminals. Cowboys. Ah. Uh. Cowboys. DB. Oh, Jerry Jones. Oh, Ke- no, I'm Kelvin sorry. Joseph. Mm. Uh, was part of a homicide investigation. That homicide. Started, yeah, exactly. Uh, they've arrested two men in connection with a fatal shooting. Um, that So basically what happened is that Kelvin Joseph uh, and his posse, I guess you would say, um, got into a fight with a group of guys at a club. Mm. As you do. <clears throat> As you do. Uh, and then they got in a car and they drove off. And uh, somebody shot and killed Cameron Ray. Uh, Cameron Ray, yeah, exactly. That's his name. Um, Damn. The, the probably the dumbest part of this story. Okay, so apparently, what's his name? Kelvin. Uh, he was in a vehicle. Joseph. He was a passenger in a vehicle yeah. from which gunshots were fired that killed a man last month, but he was not the shooter. His lawyer said that. Mm. Oof. Yeah, it's not good, man. Ray Lewis type shit. And and the the actual fight outside the club was caught on video surveillance. Uh, and here's a little tip for those of you who. Um, so apparently Joseph has a he has a rap name. He has, a, he has a rap handle. What's the rap? <laughs> it's YKDV Boss Man Fat. That's his rap handle. YK is YK Young Killer? I maybe. Young Killer driving vehicles? <laughs> Could be. Anyway, here's here's where the tip comes in. Okay. He's he he apparently in his spare time walks around with a large chain necklace with a big pendant on it with YKDV. So that's how they were able to ID him. Oh wow. On <laughs> on the surveillance thing. Young Kelvin? Sure. Damn. I don't know. 
if you're going to go around and do shit like that, maybe you shouldn't have a necklace. Yeah, take your chain your, off. With your, you know. So you got identified by his chain on surveillance footage. I'm just going to walk around with a big chain that says Skiff Musara, <laughs> just in case I commit a crime so that they know who I am. Oh, you know what I mean? So that happened. Are oh, you fight like. What if the shooter was the uh, was the driver of the vehicle that was uh, the NFL? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be bad. He would need to find. I, I, I got. He the, would need to find uh, alternative employment. I would imagine. <laughs> it's like I got the I got the guy to come pick me up through the NFL app. Yeah, and then he came and he said, "Oh, y'all got problems. Y'all got problems." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, full service. I shoot a motherfucker. <laughs> Wow. Well, I shouldn't be joking about somebody did lose their life. It's true. That's unfortunate. And hopefully whoever did it gets what's coming to him. But I think they they try to make it they 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 throw his name out there to make it sexy. Mm. Um You can be in the car with somebody and then they some shit goes down that you had nothing you know, you know what I mean? True. True. Yeah. You could be like, No, don't do that. <laughs> Hey, you with the gun, please. No, please stop. don't. I have a career. I play football. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, sticking with the legal portion of the show, Hugh Jackson, former coach of the Cleveland Browns, claims that he tried to blow the whistle on said Cleveland Browns really? two, two years ago. Uh, about what? About uh, racial discrimination? No, about tanking. About being paid to tank. Remember, mm-hmm. he, when Flo came out with this thing, yeah. uh, it was sort of a weird move because Hugh Jackson said, oh, yeah, that happened to me at the Browns, too. And everybody was like, what? Yeah. And then he kind of backtracked. Yeah. And now he's suddenly coming forward again. Huh. Uh, he says, quote, two years ago, I tried to do this the right way through the bylaws and constitution of the National Football League to ask them to investigate the Cleveland Browns for all the allegations that I've made. Um, and then he said, so why are, why are they opening an investigation now? Because I brought this up two years ago. Okay. What did the NFL say? This is not true. They say, we are looking into this. That's what they said? Yes. <laughs> Ooh. I, you know, it's so. I want to hear a white coach say that they were offered money to lose. Mm. I, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's about that time. We got to show that they're doing it to everybody and not just... Uh, I got to say, I, one of the things that I can... I, I have more and more respect for with regard to this effort that Brian Flores has brought mm-hmm. to bear. Uh, I mean, the timing is so good because think about how normally NFL scandals tend to fade away because, mm-hmm. you know, during the season, you know, all you got to do is just get to Sunday and everybody yeah. forgets about it. And he drops this thing, and we got months until we get to a meaningful Sunday. Yeah. Uh, I'm just so interested to see how this is all going to play One thing that's interesting to me is how badly some fans want it to go away. Yeah, I agree. Because they just want, I mean, the the discomfort of people having to confront race problems Yeah. Is, uh, I don't want politics in my sports. Yeah, it's like, it's like yes, you, you're an you, idiot. You do. You politics, do. There's, you love it when me, they just play the national anthem before the game and shit, and well, fly uh, not, troops over. Not only that, your team is like lobbying Congress yeah. every year, scandal or no scandal, whether you like it or not, whether yeah. you see it or not. There is a lot of fucking politics in yes. your sport. Yes, period. And you're you're paying for your team's new stadium. Exactly. 
because of lobbying. That's and, fucking and, politics. Yeah, it's politics. It's part of the fucking. It's the structure of the NFL, man. We're just trying to change one of the structures, and that's the racial discrimination part. So I, that's too much to ask, Jonathan. Too- <laughs> I don't think we can. That's. Uh, it's uncomfortable for me. Yeah. Uh, continuing on that narrative, Washington Commanders. Commanders! Exactly. Uh, <laughs> they sent a lengthy response mm. to the House Oversight Committee. Did they shake their neck like a black woman on a McDonald's commercial? Kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah, and they went scorched earth <laughs> Okay. on this uh, Jason Freeman, the former employee who's been testifying against them. Mm. Uh, the one who has the NDA that he's like, exactly. I'll say more if you just relieve yeah. me of the NDA. Exactly. Okay. They, they call him a, quote, vindictive former ticket salesman. <laughs> they're, they're Damn. But they, this gets ugly. They say, this, this is the one, it's kind of a long quote, but it's okay. a good one. Freeman, they say, quote, Freeman is, by his own repeated admissions to the committee, a serial liar. Mm-hmm. During the course of his testimony to the committee, Freeman admitted to having previously perjured himself in a civil litigation connected with his employment at the team. So basically they're saying he lied for us. Like when mm. it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He lied to the to you guys, but he was lying for, for you. you. Yeah. And now that he's not lying for you, suddenly you want to call <laughs> so him a liar? He's a liar. Yeah, yeah. He also admitted that he sent at least two letters to Dan Snyder, the content of which Freeman now claims he fabricated out of whole cloth. Yet Freeman now asked the committee and by extension, this commission to accept as truth his testimony and his letters to the committee, the very types of arenas in which he already has admitted to freely lying on a whim. When they wrote it, you think they were like, ooh, yeah, send it, send ooh, it. Ooh, snap. Send it. Send it. <laughs> they start doing this. No, because the they weren't done. They weren't oh, done. Oh, there's more? Oh, there's more. <laughs> the letter continues uh, and says that Freeman was fired for, quote, Professional misconduct on October 2020, (laughs) or in October 2020, uh, that he thereafter made multiple attempts to get his job back, and that the team has recently learned that in addition to the abusive behavior for which he was fired, Mm. Freeman had been involved in a lengthy sexual relationship with his former intern, 15 years his junior. Oh, shit. Who later became a part-time employee at the team. Still oh, reporting to Freeman. Uh, so he hired Freeman, her on. Freeman took oh, steps to conceal that ongoing relationship from huh. team officials, huh. the National Football League, and other organizations. Uh, mm. Yeah. So that's that. They went. They were like, yeah. They went after him, of course. And then Freeman came back and said, his lawyer said, Mr. Freeman stands by his testimony, which was truthful and based on his experiences with the team. Uh, he's happy to answer follow-up questions from Congress, the FTC, or any government agency. My client is also pre- prepared to defend himself publicly against mm. these baseless allegations Ooh. if Mr. Snyder permits him to do so. So again, with the yeah, NDA. Yeah, with the NDA. Uh, yeah. So that, that's getting ugly. Yeah. <laughs> getting ugly. That shit been ugly. Ooh. This shit's pretty ugly. Ooh. Did you used to do that? <laughs> the fingers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, little, the little snap. Oh, shit. I mean, that whole situation is, um, oh, man. I wonder if you can bet the over-under as to what's going to happen to Dan Snyder. Yeah, does he make it to the season? That's the question. I feel like, whatever. 
We we talk about this. All they the always time. get away. I gotta get this fucking guy. Yeah, I he's mean, the one that's not, gotta go. Yeah. How do you not fucking? Yeah. I, I I don't understand. I agree. I just don't. What you got for me now? We're doing a team. We are going to do a team. Nice. We're going back to the other side. We're going to the uh, to the NFC. Okay, it's easier for me. True. To to, to switch to an NFC team. That's right. true. And we've done. We've done the Steelers, and your first one was the Lions. The Lions, yes. So we've done NFC already. Yeah, the Lions. Have and we the only Steelers. done two. Both strong arguments. Yeah, I've only done two. Yeah. Okay, okay. Next time, bring two teams. I don't know. Drop them on me, man. Let me know. Okay. Oh, besides the ones we're skipping, some teams just not. We're skipping happen. a lot. Okay. Some t- you know some things you just you know, it's just not gonna work. You just uh, <laughs> you're just not gonna you're just not gonna. They just not gonna want that. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, today I present to you a team that is rich in okay. history. Rich in history. Rich in history. All right. The command. No. <laughs> <laughs> this team has been in existence since 1920. Damn. Okay. NFC 1920. It's an okay. old ass team. Okay. I'm thinking. Okay. I think I know where we're at. This team has won nine. NFL championships. Okay. How many Super Bowls? But only one Super Bowl. One Super Bowl. They right. hold the NFL record for the most enshrinees in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Okay. They have the most retired jerseys, and they also have recorded more victories than any other NFL franchise. Huh. Now, that's partly because they've been around for over 100 years. So Yeah. Um, so I got a head start. <clears throat> It's one of only two remaining franchises from the NFL's founding in 1920. Uh, the other Them one, and their rival. Well, the other one is the Arizona Cardinals. Ah. Uh, which I think were the Cleveland Cardinals originally. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what else can I tell you about this team? Without they're giving in Chicago? it away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you already know. It's the Chicago Bears. It's the Chicago Bears. <laughs> It's the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. The Chicago Bears. I there's, used to be a fan of them. There's some when funny. I was a uh, kid. Well, I knew that, <laughs> and I thought, like, you know, let, let me tap into his. Uh, let me see if I can tap into his childhood memories. Uh, and uh, I will be. I will be bringing my son through that city mm-hmm. this summer. So a few interesting facts about the Bears, which a lot of people probably don't know, uh, is that they were originally called the Decatur Staleys. Mm. The club was established by the A.E. Staley Food Starch Company of Decatur, Illinois, uh, as a company team. Um, wow. This is, um, you know, a thing that happens sometime <laughs> back then, back company in the day. Company football team. Yeah. They hired, uh, right out of the gates, they hired George Hallis. Mm. Legendary. Yep. And Edward Dutch Sternemann. You know if they call him Dutch, is the real deal. Yeah. That's his nickname, Dutch. <laughs> People call me Dutch. Mm-hmm. My name's Edward. The Decatur Staleys. Uh, the team relocated to Chicago in 1921, so it only lasted for a year, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, where the club was renamed the Chicago Staleys. Okay. Under an agreement reached by Hallis and Sterneman with Staley, Hallis purchased the rights to the club from Staley for 100 American dollars. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Can you imagine? 
Today they got this asshole getting ready to pony uh, up four billion dollars yeah. to buy the Broncos, and this asshole bought it for a hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Money well spent. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So Hallis changed the team name from the Staleys to the Bears. Mm-hmm. The for, Bears for obvious reasons. Because there's a lot of bears in Chicago. Because Staley is a stupid name <laughs> <laughs> for a football team. Uh, they are responsible for. Uh, they have a, g- a great nickname from the '40s, the Monsters of the Midway. Midway. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the nineteen. This is from 1940 to 1947. You had quarterback Sid Luckman <laughs> led the Bears to victories in four out of five NFL championship games. Damn, Sid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's how they got the nickname Monsters of the Midway. Uh, one famous victory during that period was a 73 to nothing victory. Over the yeah. favored Washington Redskins. Damn. It was 1940 NFL championship game. 73 to nothing? They got stomped. Mollywopped. They got stomped. Uh, you got the Dick Budkiss. Yes. which Best name ever. Great name. Mm-hmm. Seems to be a bit of a jackass, but whatever. You got, but you, he kisses up, too. That's true. <laughs> you, got, you got Dick Budkiss, Gail Sayers, Brian Piccolo, Brian Song. Classic movie, yeah, yeah. Where what's his name? Was it Brian Piccolo? Yeah, he died. It was Brian Piccolo who died. He, died, uh, yeah, he had tug at your heartstrings movie. Embryonal embryonal carcinoma. Mm, okay, if you can, that's an easy name. Say that. Uh, that's what killed him. There's a great movie oh. called Brian's Song. Oh, yeah. Uh, starring where they picked uh, James Caan and Billy D. Williams were the leads in that movie. Billy D. Billy D. Is the shit. James Caan's <laughs> a bit of a prick. Met him. Oh, yeah. Like said him. That, yeah. I've said that before. Uh, whatever. He's a good actor. Walter Payton. Sweetness. Sweetness. I mean, my sweetness. Favorite player I can't up. even tell you how much I enjoyed watching him play as a kid. Man. Because I was around, like, I was of, like, a, like, forming memories yeah. that stuck with me during the era of sweetness. And I remember him breaking the, the rushing record. Mm. Uh, I mean, he was, oh, fuck. He was good. He was so good. Yeah, he was so good. It was uh, the mix of uh, of smoothness and power. Exactly the combination. But my favorite player was Refrigerator, Refrigerator Perry. Perry. Was it really? Yeah, the fridge man. I hated that guy. I used to say I was the fridge, and my brother was Walter Payton. Mm. I I thought it was fun the way they used him in the NFL. I hated him. South Carolina. For, no, he played for Clemson. Okay, Clemson. and I I was at. The Georgia Clemson game, oh. the year that he was at, when he was at Clemson, and we booed him as you do, uh, and he he gave us the double birds, <laughs> and and you and, and that changed your whole perspective on him. And you're, this you're large like, fuck that guy, this large African American man yeah. flipping off all these white guys in the stands. We took offense. <laughs> How dare he? With his big gap in his in his teeth, yeah, the fridge. Uh, he was fun. Yeah, he was fun. Yeah. He was scary to play against because he was so big. Yeah, God, he was big. He, and then if you think about it, now he's not that big in the NFL. But he was the no. first like three hundred pounder. Right, that's what they call him, refrigerator. Yeah, like yeah. he was like a refrigerator on wheels. Yeah. Anyway, they won. I loved the, him. They won the Super Bowl, um, eighty five. Yeah, Super Walter Bowl. Payne did not score a touchdown. Uh, true, but William Refrigerator Perry did. But it, which you know, it was fucked up. Mike Dick ain't shit. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so I know about the Bears, man. I know, I know you know, I know about, about the Bears. Bears. Yeah. <laughs> I got Lovey Smith thrown in there, which yeah. is kind of cool. Yep. Uh, what else? The Matt Nagy era. I know you're a big fan of that. That was huge. <laughs> you know, that's a huge selling point. And and the connection to me and the team in the past. Like, and I wouldn't seem like just a bandwagon or a hop on fan. And they are the other NFL team that does not have a cheerleaders. What? I thought it was the Packers don't have cheerleaders. Oh, maybe they don't. So the Bears don't have cheerleaders either. That's what it says here. Okay, wow. Maybe it's three teams that don't. The team formerly had their own cheerleading squad called the Chicago Honey Bears. That's cute. <laughs> that is cute. That is kind of cute. Especially if they're all overweight. <laughs> you know, she like her sugar. <laughs> they're all dressed in waffles. Yeah. <laughs> Right, I know they wear know. like they wear like round like uh, like the honeycomb like the uh, yeah. to to drop your honey over the. Uh-huh. Uh, the I used to want that eating um, honeycomb cereal on the commercial. They always oh, use yeah. that little ball that dropping, thing. yeah, the wooden thing with spreading the honey over. Mm-hmm. It. If they had those on, uh-huh. and they could be the honey bears, it's not so uh, offensive as the cheerleaders. Yeah, it says here that the bears owner, uh, Virginia Hallis McCaskey. Mm-hmm. She terminated the cheerleading squad after the '85 season, so they wow. apparently don't have cheerleaders. Hmm? Do the Packers have cheerleaders? Good question. Huh. I will. I will Google that. Yeah, I'm wondering uh, if the Packers have cheerleaders because I I know the Steelers don't. We just talked about that. Green Bay Packers cheerleaders. They appear to have cheerleaders. They're one of the first teams to ever have one. I always thought the Packers didn't have them. Hmm. I was wrong. They're probably dressed in snowsuits half of the year. <laughs> I've never seen them on TV. Hmm. Well, that's, yeah. It's too cold to be have cheerleaders up there. Okay, I guess they you do. You never see them on TV because this is what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> they're literally in snowsuits. And yeah, they're wearing full. Uh, good. Yeah. Good. They're not suggestive. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, the Packers dropped down a notch on my uh, potential team list, but the Bears went up, man. Yeah. They're the, my childhood team, my dad's favorite team growing up. They have Walter Payton, best running back of all time. Mm-hmm. They had the fridge. Mm-hmm. They had the owner that was like, fuck cheerleaders. They had a woman as an owner. Yep. Well, she's, I mean, she was the daughter of the right, original I know. owners. Yeah, so palace, but it's not I mean, like they went out and, and did a search. No, but they still handed off to the daughter. Sure. And not like a favorite nephew or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I, I get it, man. I, I like this. This is a strong one. And they're on the, they're possibly on the way up. Mm-hmm. They got a black GM. Mm-hmm. That's true. Maybe this Who's is, their new coach? I forget. His name is like... Uh, did they get Eberflus? No. Where did he go? They had Matt Nagy, right? Uh, I think they did get Eberflus. I feel bad, man. We, we, we covered all of this stuff, too. I know. I need a chart. It is Eberflus. Yeah. Matt Eber, I knew they got the same name. Matt Eberflus. And then they got Orion... As the GM. Ryan Ryan Poles. And 
That's why people were saying they should get Matt Ryan as a quarterback. Mm, that didn't. Yeah. That didn't work. But Matt Ryan went to the future AFC champion Colts. I feel like the Bears, uh, despite their history and their pedigree and mm. all the success mm. over this hundred and two year history, Oof. Uh, you know, there's. I wouldn't say. Well, okay. Partly because y- you have this connection to it as your childhood team, mm-hmm. uh, but also because they're kind of, um, you know, they're not in the basement, but they're, they're right. you they're know what the, I mean? Yeah. They're not a, they're not a great football team. So it wouldn't feel like, oh, I'm just jumping on this because they're yeah, winning. Exactly. That's you know what, what I mean? Yeah. Like now would be the time to get in. Yeah. If you're going to get in to the Bears... Yeah. Now is a good time to get out. Okay, like if I become a Chiefs fan now, that's bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. This is why I feel like I have a pretty good strategy. It's a very, I like it. This is a strong argument. For, I mean, it, you know, on one level, it's like you could go through all 32 teams. No. But, eh. I can't. We can't. Some of them are a waste of time. Yeah. I'm not never going to be a Bills fan. No. I'm never going to be a Patriots fan. It's like it's a waste of time. You'll be you waste your time and energy. Exactly. The Bears is a good one. I appreciate that. Skill. Well done, sir. Well done. That sound effect's a little too long. <laughs> you don't think I deserve the chair? <laughs> you got the chair. But that was like a... I want the full chair. That was like a right after Will Smith. You Oscar never say speech. that about the grapefruit. <laughs> you always let that go on long. Yeah, the, the sound effect ends and you're still talking about your man, former Georgia Bulldog, insert information. <laughs> Fill in the blank. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's going to get worse. There's going to be a lot of bulldogs coming oh, in the draft. Man, I'm I'm not, I might just zone out. There's going to be a lot. All right. Well, thanks for taking this episode of uh, fell Out. We'll, I'll let you know if this if there was a very strong argument. So far, of the three teams, <sighs> I got to say the Steelers are winning right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got the Steelers. Steelers have a slightly Bears in second and Detroit. I mean. What? Detroit's after. Detroit's last? Yeah, Detroit. <laughs> They're used Even to in it. this exercise? <laughs> They're used to it. We'll see. No, the, I mean, the main draw for Detroit was fucking uh, the coach, Campbell, yeah. and we know that's temporary, so I can't join a team for that. Yeah. The other stuff was cool. Uh, Thanksgiving. Barry Sanders, Thanksgiving. That stuff is cool, but it doesn't out. Ground floor. Yeah. Yeah, ground forever. Jared, <laughs> Jared Goff is kind of a, you know, that, that certainly <laughs> takes some points away. Yeah. Exactly. But I don't think they're going to stick with him for long, obviously, I think. Of course not. I think they... They need to be going after Baker Mayfield. They should. Or Kaepernick. I feel like, yeah, he's in the news this week, too. That's somebody that could be a plug-in, you know what I mean? Or uh, what do you call... uh, To to, to hand over? We talked about that when we were talking about Kaepernick several weeks ago. I I think... I like the idea of him going there. All right. Well, thanks so much for watching this episode of, uh, or listening to this episode of NFL. Mm-hmm. It's been Jonathan Rollins. Skiff Musara. And we'll catch y'all next time. Later, y'all.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.